You're listening to the Batuta Advocates Weekly News Wrap on Desert Rock FM 96.5. And welcome to the Batuta News Bulletin for the week ending on the 3rd of May. I'm Clancy Overall, editor of the Batuta Advocate. And my name is Errol Parker. Yes, welcome back. Uh, for the second week in a row, Clancy and I are running this because Wendell Hussey and Bruce Hitchcock are still on holidays. Yes, yeah, still on holidays, as we said uh, last week, that we would be giving them uh, extended time just so long as they're back on deck for the election, which is getting closer now. In local news, we had some beautiful photos come out of Mount Leonard Station uh, surrounded by water. Uh, ABC actually uh, beat us to the mark on that one. Our drone was broken. But, you know, that's that's just how it goes. It's, it's good that we have a bit of competition or else we would be doing the very least. What's the first article we have this week, Clancy? First story this week is Pauline Hansen. Uh, she's been in the news a lot, been in our newspaper a lot. Uh, well, the, the story we ran was, I've had a gutful of being unfairly targeted, says extremely fair and measured politician. Well, I don't think she's she is extremely fair and measured. Uh, I think she's she's actually quite racist. Pauline is under siege at the moment, as as we've all learned, it's the old white men in her party that have caused us so much grief over the years, from David Oldfield, of course, to the um, twenty different. Uh, candidates she's gotten elected who have left her party within the 18 months of that happening. Well, enough of that lunatic and on to another completely different brand of lunacy. Clancy, the second headline that we have in the bulletin is Rural Nightclub admits they love a bit of violence in their venue, comma, installs Bundy on tap. And for those listening at home who haven't had the pleasure of enjoying a tankard, schooner or even midi glass or pot glass of Bundy rum, draft Bundy rum and tap, I I don't think you've lived yet. Yeah, definitely. It's a, many nicknames for this particular brew. Uh, some were calling it the mate hater. Some were calling it the biff syrup. It brings an interesting side out of many Australian men and, and women. Uh, but, you know, in the regional town centres of mining and agriculture, a predominant population of men drinking together and they're drinking this shit, it, it does get violent, as we've seen time and time again. Yeah, it is quite a peculiar feeling, Clancy, after you've downed 10 pints of this stuff. It almost feels like you've been electrocuted with this sugarcane champagne coursing through your veins. Even the police would uh, would understand if you tore off someone's head. Yeah, you got get a little bit punchy. Yeah. You get you get you do get a bit punchy and you know every town's it got is. their regional nightclub of course in Broken Hill they've got the night train uh, commonly referred to as the fight train in uh, Rockhampton they've got Zodiac Bathurst is the Oxford Tavern. Yeah. Well, I haven't felt anything like it since we did those bath salts on your bucks. Yes, that you know that was an interesting one, and and actually that was sold to us legally, but it was obviously ended up being part of all those uh, synthetic drugs that were arguably worse. And yes, we we got violent on them, but Bundy Bundaberg rum's just as bad, I imagine. The the, the Bundy draft particularly, uh, you have twelve of them. I mean, imagine having twelve cans of coke at home. You'd go funny, throw a bit of rum on top of that, and you get violent. Well, speaking of of violence clancy this next headline we have up is year six excursion to canberra more of a warning about where you could end up if you don't study hard yes yes uh, heading into the obvious uh, election we, we are seeing a lot of people worried about their uh, you know their incomes because you know in in the public service particularly down there in the trough in canberra public service and in the uh, elected uh, positions there's a lot of people that 
actually, uh, you know, would be uh, rendered unemployable outside of their chosen field, uh, working on taxpayer salaries. So it, it is an interesting um, uh, revelation that these excursions, which were, you know, first thought to teach kids about the country and about the democratic process and about Parliament House and the irrelevance of it all, uh, is actually now seen as more of a warning for young kids after 10 Prime Ministers in as many years. Now, speaking of the vulnerable... Domino's has been referred to the ACCC this week for targeting vulnerable men with predatory Sunday text messages. Yeah, I don't know about you, Clancy, but I never really fold to that type of marketing. And to be honest, I wouldn't put that shit in my body anyway. Uh, I'm sad to say I actually have crumbled. Um, very predatory by Domino's, and I hope they are cautioned and or punished by the ACCC, who really actually haven't proven themselves to do much like that in the finance sector. But uh, maybe they can punch down on dominoes. Speaking of industrial nightmares, another story this week. The NBN have started to mail out urine sample jars as the network begins to literally take the piss. Yes, they are literally asking for people to piss in cups and to send it to them, obviously, for some weird purpose. I, I used to think when they used to take the piss back in the day that all of this was going back to the office of the communications minister where, you know, you've got perverts like Malcolm Turnbull who'd probably like to drink it. I think that, yeah, I think that Mitch Firefield uh, is the type of person who would be opening those jars and pouring it on himself in his office just, you know, to cover himself in in the piss that he's taken from all these hard-working Australians. Yes, definitely. You know what they say, Clancy? You aren't a real man until you've drank another man's piss. And speaking of pissing in the outdoors, our last article this week... Uh, it was a study going bushwalking on the weekend makes you better than everyone. Plants, you don't look like the bushwalking type. No, no, definitely more of a uh, trouser type. I have tried my hand at it over the years and it's it's not really for me, particularly out here with all the thistle. Um, but yes, that is uh, a recurring theme. You do meet in people who go bushwalking. They do think they're better than anyone else and, and they actually have an, uh, their own uniform. Each to their own, Clancy. I mean, I go hiking every now and then, but it's usually up into the hills to pick mushrooms. Mm-hmm. As a journalist, I, I don't really get paid that much, so I like to supplement my income. Selling uh, hallucinogenic e-liquid. Yeah, I go and pick mushrooms uh, in in the autumn and the springtime, and of course, you know and I know that I've got quite a grow-up happening under my garage at home where I've been growing lots of hydroponic weed for the comancheros, for, for God, for... For, all, for almost 10 years now. Well, you know, that is um, that is a good way of supplementing your income. Um, some journalists have been known to turn informant and uh, get paid off by the local police for uh, providing information on crimes they're struggling to solve. Others do uh, go and work for the dark side and uh, help advise local politicians and write uh, favourable stories about them. But, you know, none of that happens at the Batuta Advocate because we're a proud independent newspaper. We just, of course, as, as you pointed out, Errol, have to sell drugs to get by. All right, this train wreck of a news bulletin has gone on long enough, Clancy. I think we've put them through enough. So until next week, hopefully Wendell and Bruce are back next week. But if they're not, I'll see you then. My name is Errol Parker, and you have a wonderful afternoon. I'm Clancy Overall. Be kind to each other.